neuroscientists have found that expressing and feeling gratitude increases activity in the anterior cingulate cortex and medial prefrontal cortex, the hypothalamus, and it affects metabolism, stress, improves sleep quality, reduces feelings of depression and anxiety, decreases fatigue and inflammation, and improves moods and other behaviors. On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Choose to Think podcast. Here we are again on Clubhouse, the drop-in audio chat app and we're ready to talk today about the gratitude mindset and I will tell you right out of the gate that gratitude in my personal experience my life has been probably and I'm just going to say the most important significant powerful mindset that I could ever have learned about and and that I could have ever begun to foster in my life And it changed my life, actually, radically. When I was going through a hard time, like we all go through hard times, when I was able to learn the technique of stopping just for a second and letting the dust settle a little bit and thinking about my scenario, asking the Lord, Lord, what do you say about this? Who are you to me today? What do you say about this situation, about me, about yourself in all of this? Suddenly, that truth, the truth of the answers that I could come up with or think about, ponder, meditate on, and perhaps the Spirit would reveal to me, those answers helped found uh, found the basis of the gratitude mindset. In other words, suddenly, instead of focusing on the negative aspects of a scenario, even grief aspects and uh, unknowns and fears, instead of allowing myself to meditate on those types of situations, most of which I could not control. So if we're focusing a lot on things we can't control, that in and of itself is a dead end street. But when we pull back and say, okay, I'm going to shift, I'm going to pivot over to this new way of thinking and I'm going to make sure that my new way of thinking is seasoned with gratitude. Now gratitude is a lot like positive thinking because it we want to kind of consider something, a scenario that's otherwise kind of negative or hard, difficult, challenging and we want to figure out okay is there anything good in all of this or where's the silver lining in all of this so gratitude is a lot like positive thinking however I would take it a step further and that gratitude that wells up deeply within our hearts and our minds kind of needs an outlet it needs someone to whom to give praise someone to whom to thank and as Christians we of course know who that is we're going to thank and praise God 
in every situation. As a matter of fact, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So there's that aspect of giving thanks in everything, in every scenario. It doesn't mean that we're thankful that our dear little pet died. That's not what this is talking about. It is a, it is more like giving thanks in a scenario like that and praising God would be something like saying these types of things like, Lord, thank you for this little dog that you've given me. I'm so grateful for his companionship over all these years. Your word says that, uh, you know, pets are some, well, I'm just not quoting this right now, but I'm just thinking out loud, but I'm thinking about the verse that, that talks about how, how we're to treat our animals and God's creation and so forth. And there's just that sweet and tender relationship that we can have with our pets. Matter of fact, as I'm recalling this, there was someone who had, there was some story told in the Bible of a gentleman who had this little ewe lamb who was just like his, he called it like a daughter. And anyway, all that to say, we can give thanks to the Lord for the creatures that he gives us. And we, if you're a dog person, you know how much dogs are, they do seem like part of the family for us. And I mean, here I've got Rico the Morky and he's my blog mascot. He is right here snoozing out of course curled up into a teeny little ball and he's always unconditionally loving me so all that to say we can that's an aspect of even losing if one Rico's going to die one day and I'm going to have to process all of that there is a place for natural normal human grief we don't just you know the day he dies I'm just necessarily so thankful well actually I would be but it's not that that we don't allow ourselves to feel feelings and emotions, especially those that are, quote, normal. If Rico dies, I'm going to be bawling. I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to be posting it and and I'm going to be welcoming condolences and those sorts of things for my little my little creature that's been in my house for, you know, however long it might be. So it's not that we that we immediately necessarily and grief is different for all of us and I'm just using this as an example to take a hard situation and say okay how do we become grateful and something like that and so it may take time but the point is that I'm trying to make is that gratitude we need and we need someone to whom to feel and be grateful and in our relationship with Jesus Christ, that personal relationship, the spirit we carry within us, the creator God, we have someone to thank. We have someone to whom we can show and demonstrate gratitude and praise and adoration and to whom we can give thanks. So that is the difference between simply having positive thoughts and positive thinking and gratitude. Gratitude hits so much deeper, right to the heart. And and it it creates an internal kind of change that positive thinking never could in and of itself. In other words, if I if he dies and I say, well, at least he lived, you know, 
10 years, 12 years, 15, whatever, at least he lived that long and didn't die as a puppy. Well, that may be positive, but that does not necessarily create any internal change, that kind of dialoguing. So just maybe if you're not clear, or maybe if I'm not being clear on what I'm trying to express here now, it's that perhaps you can begin thinking, brain changer, about what is the difference between positive thinking and having the mindset of gratitude and they're very similar and certainly when we're grateful we're being positive in general however gratitude takes it just a step further i would like to also take a moment to read to you one devotional that i have i may read another one here in a moment but i'm i'm crafting a devotional book and if you don't know what a devotional is generally devotionals are about 365 little mini readings for every day of the year and so you would start on January 1 and there's a Bible verse and then a little bit of a teaching a lesson a story and then perhaps some application questions many people use devotionals for their Bible studies and they're like okay this is the topic for today and I'm going to really think about this one today and I'm going to ponder it a little bit and I'm going to look up some verses about this and look up the verse that's highlighted and then finally it concludes with a prayer and so they're very brief maybe five minutes or so but if you put more study time into the into it and researched and did some looking up on your own it could of course take longer but many people and I including myself I've done devotionals for years I love to have that little bit of structure in my in my early morning hours and in my my uh, prayer time with the Lord and so I'm currently doing a devotional and I do it with my, my daughter-in-law and I are in our third devotional, as a matter of fact. And this one is a Tim Keller devotional. And it's, we're going through the Proverbs. It's called God's Wisdom for Navigating Life. So I'm actually writing a devotional. And it's called Choose to Think, Living Your Best Thought Life Every Day. And so it's all about your thoughts. It's all about taking your thoughts captive. And a whole lot of it is about giving thanks and showing gratitude. Because personally speaking, that was, like I said earlier, the mindset. And when I say mindset, I'm talking about something that is the overall feel for how I do my life. You can look at it like a big cloak or a coat that you put on. It's protective, protective gear. It it shelters you and protects you, keeps you warm, gives you comfort. And that's the way I look at so many of these different mindsets that we've been looking at and diving into on Clubhouse. But this one in particular, this mindset is one that I'm so familiar with because when I went through a depression in 2016, that was one of the critical elements that I used to help me shift my thinking into in a brand new healthy and what I would call wise direction and I began looking at all the things my thoughts that were leading me in a kind of a downward spiral where there would be no end really and some of those thoughts might have been accusations the fiery darts from the enemy my own fleshly desires um, lies that I was believing it was just kind of a whole jumbled mess of thoughts many of them toxic in the sense of the direction 
to which they led me. They led me to a dead end. So I needed to kind of put the rein on that. And what helped me to do that, after the first step, of course, of taking those thoughts captive, analyzing them, was replacing them with God's truth. And often I wanted to sprinkle in exactly what I was grateful for. Matter of fact, I created what I call a gratitude wheel and I still have it. It's right here. I can see it at my work desk here in my office. And matter of fact, I would love to give that to you and I'll put a link to it in the show notes where you can actually download it and fill it in with all of your, the elements for which you're grateful And basically this wheel in the middle, it says, thank you, Lord, I am so grateful for, and then it's like a wheel with spokes coming off and more little circles or bubbles where you can actually write things in. And some of the things that I wrote would be ones that you would write too, like salvation, your spirit, your word, Jesus' sacrifice, truth, and love. Then the next one is the house, car, food, clothing, running, and hot water, heat, AC, Then I go, my family, loving parents, healthy children. Another bubble is the beauty of your creation, fresh air and sunshine. Another freedom, not perfect, but a democratic country, success and prosperity and suffering and adversity. I even have those on there because I know how much I've learned through times of suffering and adversity. I'm thankful to the Lord for traveling and journey and journeys throughout his world And for like, you know, going to different countries. I love that. For my church family and my community support, I'm thankful for the identity that I have in Christ, for deep and meaningful friendships, for laughter, for tears, and for fun. I'm thankful for my job, hard work, the gift of teaching, my students being bilingual. I'm thankful for free and leisure time, photography, creativity, studying, and writing, for memories of God's great faithfulness and love for his promises for my future, for music and art, singing and dancing, for health and energy, my spirit, soul, and body, all the senses that I have. And anyway, so that gives you an idea. Now, off of these spokes, I've written in a whole lot of more things. It's very colorful. I've highlighted, I've drawn little images, used different color pens and and pencils and little hearts here and there. And, And so there was a point in my life in 2016 when I was coming through that depression that I, I got my gratitude wheel out every single day and I ran through every single one of these and maybe I added to it even and I looked at the the amazing miraculous this myriad of items that I've jotted down for which I can be grateful to God and suddenly my soul took flight and what may have been like a day that I'm like oh boy this is going to be a tough day suddenly I'm like wait a minute look look just how much I have to be grateful for. So the gratitude wheel, as well as the ultimate gratitude guide, I have free for you on a, on download. The ultimate gratitude guide is 37 pages and it has all kinds of stuff in it, just different scriptures and bookmarks and little checklists you can do in as a way to demonstrate your gratitude, little stories and questions. And it's one of my most popular downloads actually from the ministry. And it's kind of my signature download, I'll say. So the ultimate gratitude guide, and you'll find that in the show notes. But back to the devotional, here's one that I wrote. And I, so far I have, I'm about halfway through the devotional, but I have three dedicated so far to giving thanks and, and to being grateful. And this one 
one is coming from the First Thessalonians 5.18 that I quoted a moment ago. But I write this, the mindset of gratitude may be the most powerfully life-altering mindset we can ever adopt during our earthly journey. A positive outlook and attitude plus positive thinking helps us to gain a new perspective on our situations. However, gratitude takes it one step further and involves praising the God we adore for all the the many blessings in our lives. Seeing our cup half full helps in the short run. But knowing and thanking the God who fills our cup is the linchpin for lasting joy and peace. As Christians, we have the wonderful privilege of having someone, a person, the Godhead, to thank. We're not thanking the universe, the stars, or a vibration. We thank our Creator, and this is an intimately meaningful brain-strengthening endeavor. Neuroscientists have found that expressing and feeling gratitude increases activity in the anterior cingulate cortex and medial prefrontal cortex, the hypothalamus, and it affects metabolism, stress, improves sleep quality, reduces feelings of depression and anxiety, decreases fatigue and inflammation, and improves moods and other behaviors. We can track our gratitude through journaling, verbalizing our appreciation, prayers of praise, worship, adoration, thankfulness, positive self-talk, and by reframing and refocusing our thoughts to reflect what God says about us, himself, and our situations. And then here's the thought question I have for that day. In your own words, describe the difference between positive thinking and gratitude, and what are other ways you might express gratitude on a daily basis. So then, of course, I have a, a prayer, which is a little bit more relatable in the sense of, in the prayer it's almost confessional sometimes for the 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 hard you know for what's really hard I mean it's one thing to say all this right and it sounds oh woohoo this sounds great but then to actually put it into play is different so the prayer on this particular day for the devotion says father sometimes it is hard to give thanks when I'm in the midst of a trial or hardship I get so consumed with everything that is wrong or difficult Help me to pull away and see my situation in a new God-honoring light. You have good plans for me. Teach me to trust you and focus on your truth even when when I feel alone or afraid. So that gives you a good idea for what the devotional is all about as well as the the differences and you can continue to ponder this between simple positive thinking versus gratitude and I would encourage you brain changer to begin to pivot begin to shift your thinking and yes life is hard yes there are difficult scenarios you may get a flat tire when you're coming home from work you may trip and fall and break a bone All of those are difficult and they're hard to pass through and none of us likes those things. Those are like, you know, just life stuff that happens. Maybe you lose your keys. Maybe you are, you know, you get lost when you're driving. But nevertheless, if we can pull away and just let the dust settle a teeny bit and say, Lord, you know, where are you in this? And 
what is what is going to what kind of thoughts could I think right now that would help me to stay focused and have clarity of thought and mind and to bring you into this scenario and to involve you in everything that I'm going through. So that in a nutshell describes the gratitude mindset and I tried to explain how I have used this personally in my life and why it has been so important to me. How are you, Bonnie? I would love to have you give any thoughts that you may have or share anything about the gratitude mindset before we wrap it up. It's so amazing that you're talking about this because this morning I had a phone call and I literally um, just encouraged someone about the mindset of Thanksgiving, Mm. um, which is um, really gratitude. And Philippians 4, 6 through 8 has always been my one of my go-to scriptures in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Just the, just the heart of thanksgiving, the heart of gratitude, even when you're going through difficult situations or challenges, um, there's always something to be thankful about. Um, Philippians 4, 6 through 8 talks about and i'll just paraphrase it says be anxious for nothing but with all prayer supplication with thanksgiving with thanksgiving i love that part Mm -hmm. with thanksgiving make your request known unto god and the peace of god will guard your heart and your mind it's the peace of god that surpasses all understanding um the world can't understand it um There's nothing that can explain it. It just comes to you with Thanksgiving, though, with Thanksgiving. And um, I remember I went through um, just a modality a few years back where I was just every day listing what I'm thankful for and actually speaking that out loud to the Father, what I'm thankful for, what I'm thankful for today. And it just changes um, your perspective and the way you see life, the way you see your everyday. And when we have issues with that, it's like a cloud. It's like you can't see clearly. And I know you were talking about a little bit about clarity, having clarity in your perspective. Um, it's so important. And when that doesn't isn't happening for you, Romans 12.1 talks about renewing the mind renewing the mind and that's a daily thing a daily thing so being intentional about how you begin your day how you reset your day being thankful every day because guess what you didn't have to wake up today (laughs) i didn't have to wake up today i didn't have to people are getting sick people are dying Things are happening to challenge us every day. And so I'm I'm intentional about being thankful just for waking up. The fact that I'm breathing, the fact that I was looking at something the other day where a young man, he had an accident when he was young and he um, has been in a wheelchair for years and years and years. And he's so thankful. He's so thankful 
that he has this opportunity. He just got married last year. He fell in love. This young woman who is able-bodied fell in love with him, and they got married. Things that other people told him that he'd never be able to do. And it's like, wow, he doesn't see his limitations. His limitations don't take the forefront. He's thankful. He's thankful for the fact that he gets to live and he's hoping for children and all of that. So thankfulness is something that we all need to have in our lives every day. And uh, I believe in that, that that heart of grand gratitude opens up so much for us in our lives. It affects your health. It affects your your spirit, your soul, your emotions on a daily basis. And I just love that. Thank you for letting me share. I'll pass oh, the mic back to you. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful, Bonnie. And unknowingly, what you just did is basically summarize exactly what I've been saying. Because I came on at 1230 and and uh, Rebecca Wilcox was in the room at the moment, but she and I had chatted a little bit and she had to leave early. But so we were talking. That's exactly those things are what I shared. I also like how you pointed out, Bonnie, about you said something like reset your day. And I want to encourage anyone who's listening on the Choose to Think podcast right now that we don't have to wait until the morning necessarily to start our day. Yes, God's God's mercies are new every morning. I love that verse. And I do feel fresh and hopefully well rested when I get up first thing in the morning and my brain has had time to catalog appropriately and sort through all the memories that were made and discard and detox and all of that. But you don't have to wait until tomorrow for that to happen. You can reset at any moment of any day and you can have that fresh beginning and you can begin to shift your thinking in a new, healthy direction at any moment of the day. And I love the thought of just resetting your day. It's kind of like a reboot. You can do a brain mind reboot and just say, okay, this really stinks right now. I'm late for my meeting. I'm here. I am standing in line. I'm going to even be later. I was late last week and boom, you take those thoughts captive and you slow down and yes, you can process your frustration and all of that. No problem with that because that would be frustrating and it may simply be signposting that you need to give yourself greater margin when you're traveling and so forth, especially if you find yourself being late a lot. But the point is, is that we pull back even from those, let's say we're not characterized by being late and this is just like, we cannot believe this is happening and I lost my keys and I, you know, and then here, look, my car won't start. And yes, those are trials and hardships and just kind of life issues that really stink, but we can still pull away from those. And if we don't have the fortitude to do it at that moment, and what I mentioned earlier was inviting God into the process, invite him to be, he's present anyway, but just asking him and inviting him, Lord, what do you say about all this that's going on? And who are you to me today? Ask yourself, who is God to me in this moment? Who is God to me right now that I'm so frustrated at my wits end and all of that? 
And you may find out that he is your comforter at that moment. Just what you need, he will be that to you. And But it takes that intention, like you said, Bonnie, and that deliberation on our parts. That's why we have to really choose carefully what what we're thinking about. But we, we pull back even in those hard moments. And if we can't feel like we don't have the fortitude at the moment to kind of reset or just like, you know, take that deep breath, maybe we can reflect on it later in the day or even the next morning and just say, you know, this was a tough day for me. And these are the things that happen. This is my reality because reality can be kind of tough. But Lord, these are the things for which I'm thankful and I'm grateful. And and none of that caught you by surprise, Lord. None of what we go through is a novelty to the Lord. It does not catch him by surprise. And sometimes we're faced with what I call divine interruptions. And when those moments occur, we need to kind of go with the flow instead of you know, allowing the cortisol to just race through our system and that's, that's the stress hormone and adrenaline and kind of get in that mode, we can just calm ourselves down, asking the Lord to enter in and then realizing that we're not alone. He's here with us and he will help us to gain clarity on whatever that situation might be. And I always like to, I always wonder, what does God say about a flat tire? What does God say about, uh, you know, earlier I'd given the example of a, a beloved pet passing away. You know, what does God say about all these things? What does he say about me in the midst of these things? What does he say about himself? And when I can answer those questions, boy, do I have a lot to be grateful for and a lot to reiterate and pray and adore and praise him about. So thank you, Bonnie, for your contribution here. It's just wonderful. And I also see that I think it's Marion um, is in the room. And if you would like to to pipe in here, feel free to do so, Marion. You have the mic. I'm over here. I had a doctor's appointment at the hospital today. But uh, I, I'm just like... Uh, Bunny says, that's my word this this year, intentional. Mm. I'm very intentional about the things that I do and say, and it reflects the Father. Uh, I, uh, every morning when I open my eyes, the first thing I say is, thank you, Jesus, for another day. Because I didn't have to see it. Mm-hmm. It was for his grace and his mercy that I was able to see another day. It's not promised to me. So when I open my eyes, I know that I'm grateful and there's a chance for me to continue to do the Father's will. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for example, uh, I'm over here at the hospital today I came to pick up a document, but I was, I had an appointment, but I came to pick up a document. I was in the hospital in December of last year, and I've been waiting for this the, this particular department where I had, this, they said I had the stroke to fill out these AFLAC papers. Now, you see where, we're almost entering in August, but uh, I'm so grateful that I, have to understand who I represent and that 
even though I could be angry, look, how many times have y'all brought me here? You haven't filled my papers out. I'm saying this over and over again, and it still hasn't been done. But I'm, I'm very grateful to be alive because on December the 5th, I, I couldn't have been here. But it was before the grace of God. So ever since that moment, I recognize how good he is to me. And they, I have to be very thankful and grateful with everything. I thank him for every, even the littlest things. And sometimes, as you say, I heard you say, like if something goes wrong, I have to step back and say, oh, Lord, why did that happen? Oh, Holy Spirit, help me with that. I didn't understand that. But it helps me to stay, the gratefulness helped me to stay focused on who God is. And I'm here, and I owe him my gratitude. I owe him my praise. And by living my life in a righteous way. And so um, I, I appreciate the time that you gave me to share, and I released the mic. Thank you so much. I could hear in your voice the... Uh, I, I, I almost was dogmatic in the sense of, you know, I owe God this gratitude. I owe him praise. It's you, you have such a humble positioning before the Lord and we all should have that. And it's like, you know what, this is the truth of the matter. And I am not letting go of this, even when I am so extremely frustrated. And the, even what you said about, you know, I could be say I could be saying these things. And, I, you know, why am I back here? And I've already done this paperwork and now I have to do it again. And this is taking so much of my time and I'm just so tired. I can't believe I had to come across town for this and, you know, on and on, which is in part, that's the way I used to be. I would look at a situation and my mind would naturally gravitate toward the negative aspects and the hardships. And I'm going to say the self-focus and it was self-pity. But a mindset of gratitude is so God-oriented. It is God is first. We go to God for the answers. We go to God for the clarity and the understanding and the comfort. The spirit, or, the spirit is our comforter. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's such a paradigm shift. Instead of focusing on, yes, that is the reality of my scenario. And fine, I can accept that. But I'm not going to let my mind, my brain, ruminate on that and stay stuck there. Why? Because if I do, it puts me in a direction. It leads me in a direction that's basically a no end, a dead end street. There's no end there. It's just there's there's nothing beneficial about that for me or for my emotions. And so the the actual discipline of taking those thoughts captive and being transformed and really that's what we're talking about the gratitude mindset is transformational in our lives it surely was for me and it it's transformational we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds so it is transformational and what happens as a result is that my mind is renewed and literally our brains are neuroplastic and so they are moldable and changeable and our minds actually 
our proteins and chemicals within our brain, our literal brain. And we can influence those by the thoughts that we think. So ladies, I thank you so much for stepping into this room. And I want to know very quickly if there, I always like to ask the folks who come on the show, if there's any way that we could support you in your ministries or how we might be able to connect with you. They can connect with me um, on my email at bonnie.transformmylifedavis at gmail.com. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And say, if you like what you hear, please consider sharing this link to the show with a friend or a family member who you think might be encouraged by the inspiring and hope-filled messages that I try to put out every single week. So thank you so much for your support. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.